Welcome. I'm excited that you're here. Today on the show, we have Diane Leilani Klein. Diane Klein is a spiritual coach, a business coach, international teacher and speaker, founder, not of one, not of two, but of three different companies, including Yoga Inspirations, uh, Mermaid LLC, Aloha Sedona Temple. She has taught over 14,000 people, given over 116 retreats. She encourages people like you and I to live the life of our dreams. Diane Klein, welcome. Thank you, Bert. So good to see you. Yeah, I'm just super passionate about helping people to live their dreams. And um, as you can imagine, with teaching so many over and over, I have so many people that uh, are inspired by the life I live and they maybe aspire to that and they just don't know how to get the foundation to reach that level. Right, right. Well, what's what you know, what's interesting is I think uh, what what people don't understand and, and and sometimes I fail to re-understand or remind myself is that that the universe, God, however you want to phrase it, uh, once you are clear as to what you want, uh, you know, a lot of the obstacles and, and excuses just melt away. And I think most people have a issue number one, they truly don't know what they want. They have bits and pieces of what they want. Um, and then, and then two, uh, a, a lot of people are, are held back by fear or limiting beliefs. And I know that you work with limiting beliefs quite a bit, but I think that that's my takeaway is that a, we forget to understand that the universe can give us what we want, but we have to be clear. We got to take action. And, and again, it's those limiting beliefs that really cause us to play small. Yeah, absolutely. So identifying those, what the belief is um, to get to that level of abundance and, and living the life of your dreams. So, so many people, the clarity, absolutely. That's number one, getting clear. But even if they are clear, because again, I just love it that you and I are on a parallel path. You know, I live in both Kauai and um, Arizona, as do you, which you re recently launched that for yourself. Um, right. So, you know, it's getting clear. Let's say we'll just use that example. If somebody wanted to either have homes in both places or live in both places and then immediately what comes up. So once they have the clarity on, oh, this is where I'd want to be, then what immediately comes up is what we call the negative mind, which is all the reasons that they can't. Um, you know, even and so many people now are working remotely. And, you know, I called it COVID college because it was an opportunity to either, you know, to totally free yourself. So now with so many people working remotely and then there's these other limitations and the limitations are all self-made and usually they're the limitations of the mind. So when you get out of the mind and you can understand um, most of some of those things um, apply to something called false sense of responsibility. There are real responsibilities that we have. Absolutely. So, um, you know, if you have children still in school, maybe you're not able to move your kids and your whole family, but there's an opportunity to start out small. So let's say if somebody did want a second home, wherever it is, Hawaii, Costa Rica, maybe they usually take a one week vacation there. Maybe they can start with two weeks and then expanding it to four weeks. And that's what I did with Bali. It took me years and years to allow myself 
four weeks in Bali, just because we have these other limitations. And then when we start to open up our mind and allow ourselves that opportunity to live our own dream, then the limitations start to fall away. And it is, it's great if you have a mentor or a partner to do that with, so you can dream the dream together of like, hey, how are we limiting ourselves here? All right, so let me ask you this. In the intro, I, I, I introduced you as a, as a spiritual healer. What exactly is a spiritual healer? How, how do you help people in that area? I help people in a couple, using a couple different modalities. So um, when we were in person, or we could also do it in Zoom, it would be Kundalini Yoga has been my base for 27 years. So Kundalini Yoga and meditation is 5,000 years old, and we have over 700 yoga sets and 700 meditations. So let's say someone came to me with a specific need, um, because that's what I do with the private sessions is they would pick one topic. And let's say their topic was their health. And let's say it was related to their lymph glands. So I would actually use a series of modalities, giving them a specific yoga sequence for helping the physical body with the lymph glands. In addition to that, we'd be going into the belief system or we have something called shamanic tracking. And what that means is we go back and we discover, hey, you know, you weren't born with this. When did this um, issue come about? So we can do some shamanic tracking and see. So the person can take full responsibility for why that's going on in their life. And then we can clear it. So it'd be kundalini yoga, meditations, sound healing, working with the belief system, and basically giving the person a new pair of glasses. And, and I think this is really important and needs to be said. When I'm working with people, what I'm doing is I'm actually holding a space for their highest self to come through. And it, whenever, here's how you tell the difference between a true healer or someone that's working from the ego. If they come in and they say that they're healing you, that's not someone you probably want to work with. It's going to be a better opportunity if the person understands that they're bridging it. You have all the answers within you. So I'm just bridging it so that the soul and God and source and the higher source of the person is who is giving them the, those answers, if that makes sense. No, I like that. Absolutely. To me, that makes total sense. I think that one of the challenges, again, that a lot of us have is, uh, we want to give the power to somebody else. So I'm, I, I'm glad that you brought up that, that point that if somebody's going to heal you, that it's probably somebody you should run away from because we do have this ability to heal ourselves. We do have this ability to manifest. Uh, but most of us have either been, uh, what do you call it? Robbed of, of those ideas right we have been programmed that it's it's that that it's not inside but it's out there our happiness is out there um you know our success is out there uh somebody else is going to help me to be happy but it's all inside and so this idea that that uh you're going to act like a facilitator and help somebody bridge uh those those ideas i love that because that's ultimately gives them the power to do whatever they want Right. And we still need that other person, that coach, somebody who has walked, somebody who's, I call it out of the matrix or out of the maze, 
because with a teacher and a method, all is, all is possible. You know, can you sit in your living room quietly for, you know, weeks on end and get an answer? Maybe, (laughs) but it's going to be a lot faster if you have a teacher and a method that can get you to the answers that are within you. And that's why I use a couple different methods because sometimes same thing with the week long retreats is we're doing yoga, we're doing meditation, we're doing sound healing, we're doing sacred ceremony on the land. And for some people, it might be during the sound healing that they get the answer. I had a lady um, last month and the answer was don't sell your house. And that wasn't even what she thought her conscious question was. So a uh, different topic for a different time, but what we're doing is with that, I'm like delving into the quantum field, um, which allows people to literally be getting whatever, whatever answer it is that they need. So sometimes the answer comes before the question. <laughs> I love I like that. that. I like that. Yeah, I do too. I do too. But it goes, it goes back to uh, what you said we have the answer within us, right? And, and by having a coach or a facilitator, a guide, whatever phrase you want to use, help you cut through all that. And in some cases, just get get yourself out of your own way. I think, you know, that's, that's the biggest challenge is that we complicate things. We, uh, over a period of time, maybe we lose trust in ourselves. We get these feelings and then we automatically get a negative feeling like, well, who am I to do this? Or if if that was such a good idea, somebody else would have already done it or whatever. Uh, you know, I think one of the big negative beliefs that that uh, damages a lot of people uh, is uh, this misquoted, uh, misquoted uh, reference in the Bible that that money uh, is. Um, it's it. What is it? Uh, of money. That money is the root of all evil. And, and so it's misquoted. It's not that money is the root of all evil. It's that the love of money is the root of all evil. Right. When you, you had mentioned earlier the ego, when the ego gets so wrapped up that money is all you care about, then we see time and time again, corporations and even people where they love the money so much that they hurt other people. They cut corners. Um spouses that end up killing a spouse or or doing some terrible thing because they want the money over anything. And so that, you know, again, uh, but a lot of people get hung up on money. I I want, I want to have the life of my dreams. I want to be secure, but rich people are bad. So there's this constant conflict. I don't know if you ever deal with that. Well, um, again, different topic for a different day, but money is just a form of energy. So everything is just energy. And then um, through, I have a large background in real estate and through the 2008 crash, I got to have a direct knowing this experience that money is only energy. And that was through, you know, the, the lender sheet where used to say like, oh, you're worth 5 million and you only owe 1 billion. And then by 08, it was like, oh, you're worth 1 million and you owe 1 million. So I'm like, okay, we're back to the beginning. But actually I'm like, I still live the life I want. I, I live where I want. I do what I want. I travel when I want. I mean, I wasn't having large trips then, but I, I have all the food and the friends and the love that I need. And, you know, if I want more money, I'll go get it. So it's an understanding. And again, that's a whole workshop that, that money is just a form of energy. So it's, um, and money is like ego. 
having a lot of ego is not bad. Having a lot of money is not bad. It's what we do with it. I mean, there are so many people, you know, myself, I've spent nine months serving yoga pro bono yoga in schools, 2006, getting yoga to 4,000 children in Phoenix schools. And so this generosity with time, a generosity with money, a generosity with your gifts. So um, it's all, it's like anything, it's all what you do with it. You can have um, one of my motivating factors for having more money and living the life of my dreams is I can be as generous as I want. And I love to be wildly generous in all these ways with money and time. And, and for me, that is part of living the life of my dream. The, it doesn't matter. It's not limited. Like, Oh, I, I can only donate to help Maui this, this month. You know what I mean? I still have all my regular foundations. I still have everything else I'm working on and okay, here's another way. Cause it's all just the flow this flow of energy. All right. So let's talk about this. Since you brought up, uh, you were uh, heavy in real estate during the uh, 2008, whatever it was, 2000, between 2008 and 2010, we had that wonderful real estate correction. And, um, and I remember you telling me a story that I, I if, and you correct me, uh, you may have to edit for correction, but I, I, I believe you were getting ready to hit the surf. You were in your car getting ready to go surfing or something. And you got maybe, a, if I remember correctly, a distressing phone call or whatever. And you decided, you know what? My priority right now is to go surfing. But a lot of people during that same period of time really had it rough. And so my question to you is, uh, how do you, separate the fear when you see these, you know, financial conditions, radical financial conditions change, or, you know, some people who lose everything, but yet you don't lose that mindset or you don't lose that flow or you don't, you know, you don't completely crash. How, how, what are the steps for that? What's your take? Well, the big umbrella would be energy doesn't lie. So in that particular, again, longtime yogi, I've had a daily meditation for 17 years, 27 years of practice. So former workaholic, I have pushed the river many times. It takes so much energy to push the river and it doesn't even work. <laughs> so one of the sayings or mantras I came up with is, okay, what game are we playing now? So I couldn't change the fact of what was going on with the Phoenix real estate market in the year 2008. I did have that enlightenment through hiking that the story I just told about, gosh, these are just numbers on a piece of paper. And I had been, I moved to Kauai in 08. So at that point, I'd probably been living there three or five months, started surfing. I love surfing. I'm an avid surfer. I'm a surf addict and it's, it's energy. What I love about it is the energy of the wave. So while I was sitting in the parking lot, looking at the surf and getting that disturbing phone call, I was able to make the kind of quantum leap that it was like the energy of owning a lot of homes and owning a lot of stuff and um or or trying to change what was going on because that was something that was change that was changing going on in the collective is i decided to focus on the energy i did want to be involved with which was surfing 
waves. <laughs> so I just was talking to that person on the phone and I said, I asked them to get their super eyes and then I said, never mind. And I hung up the phone and I went surfing and I said, okay, so I'm used to valuing things with money, right? You, you buy one, this one house, you make $50,000. I'm going to make the next house. I'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars because that was like an energy form that society had presented to me that I was living within that kind of that language. Right. And I said, I'm going to start to value my surf session at $500 a session. So if there was a number and I mean, some of them are worth $10,000 for sure. And if Laird happens to be out there at the same time, then that's definitely like a $50,000 session just to be in that high vibration. So if we can shift the way I love to give people a new pair of glasses to shift the way that we look at energy. And I just have to say something as a footnote, I went through that whole thing. I had 20 homes. I never, I never had to file bankruptcy, never had to file bankruptcy. So I was able to manage that with ease and grace. And then also um, putting my energy. That's when I started, I was on Hawaii full time. That's how I started serving yoga, teaching yoga to a thousand people a year, teaching sound healing to a thousand people a year. So my energy just totally went into teaching others, uplifting others, uplifting humanity and, and this new incredible dynamic sport that I just, you know, was like a little kid, like you're like a five-year-old. You just can't wait to get out there. I love that idea of, of putting a, a price on your surf session right that that hey this is a, a minimum a minimum of five hundred dollar activity and i'm gonna have fun with this right and, and so like you said sometimes it's you you, you think it's going to be a five hundred dollar surf session turns out to be a ten thousand dollar surf session or, or or higher and i think that's just a great way of, of valuing our time because like you said, this is a paradigm that we are taught from a very early age to value our time. And one of the best ways to do that is with money. Are you making 300 bucks an hour, 500 bucks an hour, 10,000 bucks an hour, whatever. And I just love the idea of, Hey, my workout, my surf session, my meditation, my time with, with friends is worth X amount of dollars. Let me focus. Let me enjoy this as deeply as possible because it, 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 we're all limited on time. Yeah. And it helps, I think, as a translation. So what are you going to um, value your, I know you have a daily morning workout and you do all those Spartan and those superhero things. So what do you value your daily workout as? Well, I, I like the idea. Uh, I think my daily workouts are probably in the neighborhood of, I would say between 500 and a thousand as well. And, and, and to your point, every now and then you get such a good workout that it's, it's almost priceless. I mean, you, you, I remember sometimes getting a great workout and when I, and to me, a great workout is when you leave, you, you leave nothing, um, uh, in leave your tank, you completely, yeah, you leave, you leave everything on the floor. You're, com <laughs> you're, you're, you're drenched, you're exhausted spiritually, physically, mentally, and you can barely, uh, uh, you barely have enough energy to make it out to the car. I've left the gym many times, uh, nauseous and you know the same thing with uh, some of our Spartan training that we've done you you're you're exquisitely exhausted and that's a ten thousand dollar workout I, I just 
I don't know how else to say it. It's it's a weird yeah. thing, but I love that idea. And isn't isn't it fun to like give a dollar number to it, and then it's kind of, yes. of course it's different each day, and um, yeah, and then too for people that maybe don't have a lot of physical exercise, but um, they're trying to get motivated for that. Maybe they could start plugging in a dollar amount for for the way that they feel after, right? Because it's it's really the feeling, not even during, but the way that you feel after, where you're just at that high vibe. There is one other thing I want to mention, and this is such a great um, quote, and it's it's um, make sure that your possessions aren't possessing you. Yes. So yes. as we're talking about values here, so that is actually a Native American wisdom piece, making sure that your possessions aren't possessing you. So we do live in a society um, where people like to collect things or maybe more, more, more. And of course, yes, we, we need a house to live in and you can have as many houses and as many cars as you like, <clears throat> but just getting helping people to get to a choice point of sometimes what they think they want and what they really want are two different things. Um, yes. And especially as creatives, like you and I are many different businesses and all these different business ideas that come. And, and um, I've had to stop myself over the years because then I have a business idea that comes and it's like, oh, and then if I were to actually implement that, I'd be off and running. And then that's another, whatever it is, two, three, four year program. And the question is, do I really want to invest um, is that really the direction that I want to go? Uh, and I do have a specific example with that. So I had a client, Susan, who, you know, she had done my Kauai retreat. And most people that come, whether Kauai, Big Island or anywhere, they, they then want to buy property there. And she wanted to buy four acres of land on Kauai. And this is a dream for, I mean, it's lush, it's green. You can grow the fantasy of growing the oranges and the avocado and the star fruit. And, um, and that's a beautiful idea. But the reality is taking care of four acres of land on Kauai is beyond a full-time job with a full-time team. And there's not going to be a lot of time for anything else. And um, she's also a um, in the spiritual arts and a, a, a beautiful coach. And I thought, you know, when we're not assisting others and helping humanity, we like to be receiving from other teachers. You know, we would go to sessions or receive sound healing or, you know, even once a day. I said, Susan, you realize if you get that land, you'll never have a social life. <laughs> You're not going to be able to go to any of these other events that you enjoy because this is going to be all consuming for your time. She was, she listened and she ended up buying a beautiful condo instead, beautiful two bedroom, two bath condo, going to have a property management. She gets to expand her life in the juicy, playful way that she likes. So she has the dream, but she has it in a way that it didn't take her off on this big tangent where now she was caretaking four acres. So we have to really, and that's one of the things that good coaches do is they kind of stop and say, yeah, I hear you, but is this really what you want? Right? So we have to um, have that beautiful loving mirror um, and someone brave enough to say, is that, you know, is that really what you want? 
because there's well, a choice point. Right, right. And, and back to what you're saying, sometimes we got to get our ego in check, right? Because our ego is, hey, I want, I, I can, you know, especially uh, uh, Suzanne sounds like a creative as well, entrepreneurial as well. Let's put, let's grab four acres. We'll do this. We'll do that. But like you said, that's great. There's nothing wrong with that dream. There's nothing wrong with that project. Uh, a lot of people come to Hawaii and, and they want to do that. But is that really what you want? Because it's going to take so much time and effort and construction never goes on time. And, and now you're, you're like, you're managing four acres. You're right. That is a full-time job. Even if you have a, a full team to help you out, you still got to deal with phone calls and mishaps and, and all the junk that goes with it. Again, not that it's bad, but is it truly what you want? And in this case, she decided, no, it's not truly what I want. What I want is X. How can I get there without the four acres? Hey, this is a step here. Do this instead. And I think, again, value, there's a lot of value in having a coach that or a mentor or a guide that can help you, you know, and obviously you were in tune, you heard something and it's like, is that really what you want? Let me ask you this. Uh, vibration is a big thing in what we do in life. Um, I want you to explain what vibration is and how do we maintain a high vibration? If you can explain what vibration is, what are some of the ways that we can maintain a high vibration? So the easiest way to describe vibration is through contrast. So um, let's say something happens and it's a disturbing event and um, something, whether it's small, it's with the workplace and you can identify your own vibration by the way that you're reacting. So, um, or by the way that you're not reacting and by a consciousness of what's going on. So if I can, I'll share a short story. So back to the surf break. And um, again, you know, we're all on the path and we're all evolving and Rome wasn't built in one day. So with our practice, we're able to see over time how we're able to react or not react or truly understand what's going on. So someone yells at me on the surf break. Now, if that had been five years prior, that would have really upset me because I'm, I'm, I'm a people pleaser and I'm, you know, sensitive and I want to make sure everyone's happy and lovey around me. So five years ago would have bothered me for two or three days. That day, not only, it only bothered me for about 15 minutes and I was able to recognize exactly what it was about because I had a conversation with that lady the day prior. I had actually invited her on one of my retreats. She said, I'm getting a divorce. Da, da, da. I said, you might want to do my big island retreat next month. And that next day it was, it was unnecessary what she had done. You know, we were on that and it's like, da, 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 and just like in your face. And I was able to recognize because it's obviously not about the, the wave was very small. It was like knee high. So it's not anything you would squabble over. That was really her higher self telling me, I am not ready for that retreat. That was like the, the push off based on the conversation for the day prior. So one of the things with tracking energy is it becomes really fun because when you can say, hey, I know what that was about. That, that was about the fact that she was clearly telling me she didn't want to do that. 
So vibration, you know, again, when we think of things at a scale, colors are vibration. Yellow vibrates at 720,000 hertz per second. We know how colors make us feel certain day ways like I want to wear that yellow shirt we know how music makes us feel um, maybe as kids we used to love uh, Led Zeppelin and now we prefer the harp there's a difference in vibration there we can feel it when we're around certain people so um, again in basic terms we could think of like a low vibration would be somebody that's that's stealing or, or hurting others right a higher vibration would be somebody that's spending their life in um, generosity and love and, and serving others. So we can see by someone's actions and their words where they are vibrating. The second part was how do we raise our vibration? Right. How do we uh, get so, our vibration up? Yeah. So I have three favorite modalities, sound healing. So I just love... My passion is the sound healing. I teach, I not only give the crystal bowls and the gong sound healing, but I teach other teachers how to become sound healers. And the thing with the sound current is within 60 seconds or less, it changes all of our systems, the nervous system, the hormonal system, the immune system. So it's just, it's automatic. You know, when we're trying to shift something, we can walk, we can drive the car, or you can take the jet plane. And sound healing, especially with the crystal bowls, are just the way to take the jet plane and to just create that immediate shift. I have many clients that even if they just adopt one bowl and they put it by their bed and that's the first thing they play in the morning, it takes less than 60 seconds. It's the last thing they do at night, takes less than 60 seconds, and you can shift that vibration immediately. And of course, you could do that with, I do have an MP3 of the crystal bowls. Another way, yoga and meditation and your daily meditation. And then this is the key takeaway. It's kind of like if you wanted to be an NFL football player, would you swim one day and play tennis one day and do basketball the next day and then do one day of football? No. Football, football, football every day. So it's the same with meditation. And now we have a lot of people that are meditating every day. But then the next level of that is when you do the same meditation with the Kundalini yoga and meditations, we have specific meditations, meditations for releasing anxiety, meditations for releasing frustration. So doing that same specific meditation every day is raising your vibration because if a person is in a scenario where they're having anxiety, they're number one, not going to remember to sit down and do that meditation. Or number two, they probably can't get themselves to sit down and do that meditation. So the answer is you raise your vibration to avoid and to not sink into that, that bandwidth of anxiety because you've already done the homework of, you, you know, it's like if somebody can't, pick up their grandchildren. It's because they haven't been working out their arms at the gym, right? But if they go to the gym every day and they're working their arms every day, then when the moment comes to pick up the grandkids, they're able to pick them up. So it's the same with meditation and specific meditations for holding our vibration at that level that it's not going to sink down. Does that make sense? Yes. I love that idea. And, and, you know, one of the things since I've gotten to know you and you and I've talked about this uh, several times and, and I'm, I'm hoping that 
you guys in the audience are picking up on Diane's vibration. She's obviously at a high vibration. She's got this very powerful smile. And I think because of your high vibration and where you're at, you and I have talked about this. You're, you, you literally attract clients from air, right? I mean, <laughs> you, you, you were in, in Sedona, you're, you're sitting down uh, having, a, I think, was it a, a salad? And all of a sudden, some guy walks up to you and starts talking to you and, and, and asks you specifically, hey, are you by chance a coach? And just out of nowhere, and, and this guy became your client. So this, this high vibration that you and I are talking about and that you exhibit so well is fundamental for life, for, for living the life of your dreams, right? Absolutely. And, you know, just the obvious things, too. I, I went to kind of the quantum, but the words we speak, you know, if someone is swearing or even saying the self-talk is, oh, I, I feel old or I'm so old, like I won't even... You know, I hear people in their 50s saying that I'm like, I don't even want to be in their fields. I don't have I don't even understand that reality. I'm like getting younger every hour and doing yoga for you things. So the words are will show you the vibration of where the people are. And it's interesting, too, because um, if you mention to someone like, oh, why would you say that? And whether they're receptive to changing their words or they just really want to anchor it in that, no, no, I am getting older. Everything aches and, and this aches and that aches. And they like want to go down that kind of dark path. Um, you know, they, the options are either, you know, come to a retreat and we can reverse the brainwashing and you can live the life of your dreams with a healthy body, be where you want, with who you want, when you want. What more could you ask for? Exactly. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and I think that, again, th this is one of those things that uh, the faster you understand the importance of vibration, the better or the faster you'll change uh, some of your self-talk, some of your limiting beliefs. You'll start to examine your, your low vibration moments with your high vibration moments. And, and you can clearly see the difference. Uh, speaking of self-talk, I want to ask you this. Do you, do you have a specific mantra or self-talk uh, that, that helps you with your success? Uh, well, it's impossible to choose one. So I'd like to choose three. The one, um, I just have one daughter. And what I would always tell her, and I thought, I want to do this experiment. What will happen if you tell somebody every day of their life, you deserve the best. You deserve the best. So that's a really great, great mantra. Um, and I think that's a very, very high vibration. So to be treated the best, to be, and you know, that's not so much talking about material things, but it encompasses everything, right? So it's a, it's a lifestyle of you deserve the best. Uh, meditate and be great. I mean, just... And for me, the meditation is key. And I probably do three different meditations a day. Meditate and be great. And Yogi Bhajan has a beautiful, beautiful one that is so profound. Befriend your soul and dwell in God. And if somebody is um, opposed to the word God, befriend your soul and dwell in good. Befriend your soul and dwell in good. 
I love that. I love that. Befriend your soul and dwell in good and dwell in good or dwell in God. I love that so much. Yeah. Dwell in good or dwell in God. But I love the idea of befriending our souls because a lot of the self-talk for most people, and I'll even, I'll have to, you know, to be transparent. Sometimes I work on my, I have to work on my own self-talk, but the self-talk I think is one of those things that we're constantly communicating with ourselves. Most self-talk is, I would say, uh, low to medium vibration. It's not this high vibration where you're saying, Hey, believe in yourself. You deserve uh, good things or you deserve the life of your dreams. I think, again, most of us fear saying those things. We're afraid of failure. We're afraid of what other people may think. And we, and the faster that we can get over that, the more fulfilling our life is going to be, more successful, more abundant, whatever you want to call it, but ultimately more fulfilling our life is going to be. And I think the reason that most people don't experience this until their late 30s or early 40s, it takes that long. For, the, for us to reprogram what we were programmed with from childhood on through elementary and high school and all that other stuff. It just takes years to turn that thing around. Well, and not only that, it takes, the person has to be willing to do the work and not everybody is willing to do the work. So, and that's why the retreats, the six day courses, the six day courses are really, I've had people say, I went farther with you in six days than I did six years with my therapist. So when we come into immersion and you decide to work on yourself and have this whole lifestyle of, yes, I'm doing yoga, meditation, affirmations, sound healing every day, like, you know, 10 or 11 hours a day, then you can make that the truth. It's like jumping train tracks, or it's like literally the caterpillar becoming the butterfly is morphing into another species and with the light that's coming through on the planet and has been coming through in the past couple of years it is possible for people to get that kind of more rapid change within a six month or one year period and, and so many more people are saying yes and saying i want to work on myself I'm, I'm willing to change i see you know i want to step out of my limiting beliefs and taking responsibility for themselves, which is the key to, to move forward because, you know, it's your movie. You're the actor, you're the writer, the director. It's, it's your movie. It's, it's you. It's all about you and getting clear when we can get clear on what we want. And then that whole, all the subconscious part of, you know, believing that you deserve it. You know, what is it that I deserve? I deserve the best. But those are little, literally frequencies. So the level that I work at is a, a quantum level. So it's it's never just affirmations. You know, the Kundalini Yoga is using um, energetics. It's using breath work and, and self hypnosis. Even that little bit of befriend your soul and dwell in God. Befriend your soul and dwell in God. When we have these frequencies we might do that in class for seven or 11 minutes so it's like a a self-hypnosis so that's how we get out of the old self-hypnosis of, of i'm not good enough 
to change tracks to come into the butterfly. So it does, it takes time, energy, and effort. Like everything else. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whether you're going to have the life of your dreams or you're going to have an average life, all of those take time, energy, right? There's no shortcut. Uh, okay, so you mentioned retreats a couple of times. Talk about this. I know you have some retreats coming up. Uh, talk about the retreats that are coming up because I think it's two or three or four of them coming up in the next little bit. Talk about them. Yeah. Um, so I am based on Kauai most of the time. The first one coming up is September 16th through the 23rd, North Shore of Kauai. And then we'll have uh, fantastic Sedona, Arizona, Potent Vortex is there, November 11th through the 15th. That one's just four nights, five days. And then January 13th will be the Big Island, Kona side, and Madam Pele, introduction to Madam Pele. Um, and then later in the year, we'll have Bali. And then I also do retreats for companies, for team building for companies and private retreats. I've had a couple um, husband wives or not that you need to be married or just private retreat, mother, daughter, family, um, you know, and that can be also in your location. So it's really unlimited. I love it. I love it. And so, uh, are all your retreats six and seven days, or do you have some that are shorter? Talk about the different levels yeah. there. Well, usually if somebody's going to fly over to Hawaii, it is kind of, even though it's a six-hour flight, by the time you drive to the airport and everything, it's kind of a nine or 10-hour boogie to get over to Big Island or Hawaii. So most people want to spend the five nights. So those are five nights, six days. And um, the Arizona ones, Sedona, Arizona, are actually just four nights and then it's easy to do um you know phoenix la those can be two and three day immersions if it's a west coast city yeah yeah uh, absolutely and i love this idea of immersion because really you kind of need to do that uh you know again as you mentioned uh you know we have years years of programming that are built up and so to take three five six days to work on that is really a, a short amount of time, especially if you have several aha moments and you're able to uh, get rid of limiting beliefs. Just getting rid of one limiting belief to me is priceless. Now you're talking, you know, it's, it's, it's a, a priceless uh, event because you were able to, you know, maybe forgive an abuser. You were able to move on from a loss of, uh, loss of love uh again get rid of a limiting belief those things become priceless absolutely and i have seen a specific because i've given 116 retreats in 10 years so i've been cranking but specifically i will say in the past three to four months um the big theme for a lot of people is who am i now whether they got out of a relationship or they want to make the career change um, so there's a lot of people just ready to birth themselves into that butterfly and to get that clarity. And it's, it's like the onion. It's like the opening up of the onion. And um, they usually have somewhat of an idea of the direction that they want to go into. And so we bridge it with them with also some very real grounded common sense 3D. Like I just had a guy at Sedona Retreat last week that he's like, well, I don't want to live in Seattle anymore, uh, but I don't know where to go. And I'm like, well, 
we did a private session. I said, where do you want to go? I go, you must have it narrowed down to two places. He's like, yeah, either Denver or Whitefish, Montana. And I'm like, okay, well, then the next step is, you know, obviously it would be job related. He's still in his 40s. I'm like, find out if you can get a job in either of those cities and then physically go to the cities. And when you're in the cities because of your vibration and the vibration of the city, like when I ended up, um, I live a couple months of the year in Sedona and I literally would have the, the checkout cashier at the grocery store saying, oh, you live in Sedona now. And people started telling me that I live here. So for him, I said, you know, go test it and you'll know, like you'll have five different apartments to look at or, or there'll be nothing to look at. And people will say, as you're talking to people and meeting people, they'll either say like, gosh, yeah, we, we thought you were local. So through being in that experience and, and he's like, oh, I didn't even, because people try to figure, they're trying to figure things out in their head and the answer's not in here <laughs> because it's just the same program playing over and over. So you got to get out, try it, get in the direction. And I love giving people really grounded common sense direction based on what their goals are. And after the fact, they go, oh yeah, I didn't even think of that. I love it. I love it. All right. So let me ask you this because we're wrapping up here. If you had a book uh, to recommend, what book would it be and, and why? It's got to be Money Does Grow on Trees by Ezra Obut. Um, this book is she's also a longtime Kundalini yoga teacher and a very, very famous life coach. Her and her husband, people pay like ten thousand dollars for their life coaching course. But she goes through, so the book becomes a little bit like a workbook where it's asking you, she gives her own potent stories and it's asking you where to identify where you have limiting beliefs and so that you can move through them. So it's this beautiful workbook. It also incorporates some of the Kundalini yoga and breath work and um, people have profound experiences with it. And just as a little footnote she actually was getting three private sessions a week with me on Kauai in order to birth that book but and it's very entertaining too so it's a great read and um, people really feel a shift after it yeah I love that yeah and again I think that's a, a great recommendation I'll check it out because for most of us money is one of those things that that hangs us up quite a bit so I love that all right any last parting words of advice Set yourself free. Set I love it. I love it. All right. So uh, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, find out more about retreats, maybe they want a private session, maybe they want to ask you to speak at an event, what's the best website to find out more about Diane Klein? Yeah, happy to help. It's yogainspirations.com, yogainspirations.com with an S at the end. And the Instagram is Empowerment Retreats. Awesome. I will put all of those items or all those links here on the show notes. You guys can check them out. Diane Klein, it's been a blast having you on and uh, looking forward to having you back again. Bert, thank you so much. Have a great day. See you soon.